and welcome to the Wads Show. Uh, wow, this has been a crazy couple of weeks, to say the least. Um, where do I begin? Well, we had a COVID situation within our studio, and we had to take a break for a week, basically. But we're we're back, and I'm happy. <laughs> to be back it's been it's just been so crazy Uh, a lot of things have happened um on the total ride of enthusiasm uh the trailer for uh disney plus's mandalorian season two came out yesterday and holy cow i'm very excited to not do homework and watch tv for hours upon hours so that's going to be super exciting. Um, this crazy thing, I was actually looking on Facebook today, and my brother, uh, he he basically posted this crazy video of a UFO being sighted in New Jersey above the freeway. Now, as you know, like, you know, normal, like, UFO videos, like, they're, like, the camera's shaking, and you can't, like, really see anything. Well, like, this was crazy, because this thing was, like, very easily seen. And the guy, like, pulls over to the road. And he stops, and the camera, for the first time in UFO history, is pointing directly at the thing, and we can actually see this thing. And to be honest, it looked really real. Like, I don't, like, it, I mean, there was everyone on the freeway. There was thousands of people that were lined up on the road, and they were, like, looking at this UFO. And first off, the first thing that comes to my mind is, holy crap, there's aliens. But then, like, realism comes into my head, and it's like, okay, hold on. And there's been actually a lot of speculation. Like, my wife and I, we were talking about, like, it could be a drone of some sort. I don't know if it's, like, military, but I'm pretty sure some guy with lonely COVID-19 time that got laid off from SpaceX or something was like, hey, I'm going to build this crazy (laughs) drone-looking UFO thing. But, like, it didn't, like, protrude any noise. I mean, like, there was a helicopter that was, like, going around it. That was pretty weird. But it was, like, something you would see off of a movie, some sci-fi crazy shindig. But... Yeah, that's the wacky news for <laughs> for this morning. So Mandalorian and UFO sighting. We're going really sci-fi here. But hey, that's what's going on. But hey, we have an awesome show for you guys today. Super awesome. We have uh, Daylin with ESU. Uh, ESU. My goodness gracious. USU's Esports. She's going to be talking to us today. And then we have Trevor Haywood. Trevor Time. He's going to be calling in um, into the studio from his good old apartment in Logan, Utah. And then we have the band Munin. I don't know how to pronounce that. Munin. They're from, I think, the beautiful town of... I don't want to say it's beautiful. It's it, They're from Provo. I'm from Utah State. I can't say it's a beautiful town. It's just it's not allowed. But, you know, we got we got Daylin in the studio. Daylin, how are you doing? I'm doing good. You're doing great. Um yeah, welcome to the studio. So you are the president of eSports, is that right? That's right. That's right. I think we're having an issue. Let's try your mic, too. Go ahead, talk to Aylin. Uh, I'm president of the eSports club. President of the eSports club. The sound is coming in. No, it's okay. Yeah, we're just we're just testing out the waters here. But, like, for the most part, I am. we're having some issues with the mic. It's okay. We'll have to talk very loud, Daylin. <laughs> she's like bracing the microphone like ready to scare okay go ahead try it one more time Daylin. all right there we go that sounds Much great better. there it we go away, that's why. probably so 
But people are like probably holding their ears because I'm like right in the microphone as well. Okay, so tell us a lot about esports. So we had you guys come in last year. We talked a little bit about the program. Um, essentially, esports stands for I'm gonna guess it electronic sports. Is that right? You know what? I've always referred to it as esports, so I've never thought about <laughs> the acronym. Like never question the acronym. Don't question the acronym. Electronic if I were to look it up right now, I would. It yeah. Would, it would probably be that. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, um, what made you interested in joining the esports team, I would say? Like, you're a senior. I'm, I'm assuming you've been involved for quite some time. Yes, yes. I've okay. been here for about three years in the club. Three years, wow. Long time, <laughs> long time. So, what initially made you interested in playing video games competitively and then joining this club? category of playing competitively. Um, I'm more of a casual social person, so I really made the connection with Esports Club because that was initially the way I made friends in college. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I did run into a lot of people who played competitively. I have played with them in the games that we share, and they, uh -huh. they're fantastically nice to me. I'm definitely not as good as them because I'm not in the competitive team. So. Yeah. But uh, all around, it's just a great way for me to be social and uh, interact with people who have similarities with me. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Because I think that's, like, one of the greatest things about video games is that, like, I feel like regardless of skills, anybody can really play it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I, I feel like it's really welcoming. It's a really great um, experience for a lot of people to have is just to find this local thing that's really good in the community. But, yeah. Um, what... So essentially, like, what is esports and what are they like? So it's competitive video games. Mm. A lot of people, when they hear that, they probably think like, hey, competitive video games, that sounds pretty dumb. Like, how does one compete compared to like football and track where it's like a physical aspect? Mm -hmm. What do you say to those people that say that com like competitive video games is just a bunch of jibber jabber? What do you think about that? Well, um, I think when people first initially see a competitive video game, uh, you'll you'll run into like questions like what's going on what what are what is the skill that is required in this game for you to even be considered a competitive player uh -huh. and i think one of the big things that a lot of people don't initially think is there's a lot of teamwork in uh -huh. a lot of these games that you need to be able to have you can't you can't just do it all on your own you need to make sure that all the people who are on the same team as you are getting to the same goal coordinating to do the certain things at the certain times for example our biggest game league of legends uh -huh. um, we have these different checkpoints, and if you're there at the right time, you are able to get that checkpoint first before the enemy team. Uh -huh. And really, that just takes, like, across a huge map, communication with all your players. I want to do this, and if they listen to you, or if they agree with you, you yeah. can get that done. And so, uh, yeah, essentially, teamwork is just a really big key aspect in video games that you wouldn't know. See, that's the funny thing, because, like, a lot of people just think it's, like, this single-player experience. Like, you start from point A, you finish point B. But, like, not... I know a lot of you may not believe this, but I did play football a long time ago. I played eight-man football in my small little high school. I had a graduate in class of nine. I know. Because, I, like, people look at me, they're like, you played... Like, I have no phys physique for such for that sport but like when i watch league of legends I, we're going to be using this game as an example but like when i watch league of legends it seems like every single player has a specific job like 
you may not be the person that is like scoring points or like, you know, killing the bad guys or whatever. But like your job is so essential toward the team. And if you don't do that job, then you lose. And I feel like as far as like team sports, like that is essentially the definition. Like everyone has a specific job to obtain that one goal. And I've seen that a lot with League of Legends for me personally. I think it's like a really interesting thing. And especially watching that through a video game. So fantastic. So cool. Mm -hmm. So tell me about like that um, with COVID. I bet it's been super interesting, the influx. Because you and I both were talking before the show started that um, video game sales have been just going through the roof. Like (laughs) like we were talking about Animal Crossing. And if any of you don't know what Animal Crossing is, maybe it's better that you don't know what Animal Crossing is. No, I'm just kidding. For all of you Animal Crossing fans out there, we love you. But it's a very interesting game from my personal point of view. But, like, Animal Crossing sold out. Switches, Nintendo Switches were going out of – selling out like they were out of style. And then even Xboxes and all – like, consoles were hard to find. And what do you think this is? Why do you think people – are? do you think there's a resurgence in, like, esports, and especially in video games, with COVID being out? Yeah, um, I mean, you think that video games are a form of isolation, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. COVID was the form of isolation, and yeah. due to COVID, people really wanted to interact with others, and so all of these games started really flowering for people because you could still follow all of these social distancing rules that are put in place by the government, uh-huh. and you can still talk to people like almost as if, not really as if you're in person, but still, yeah. it's, it's, it's nice, comfortable in between. And you can still feel like you did something with your day. Exactly. You're like, well, I did something cool today. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like there's been some like super funny memes. They're like when COVID-19 came out, there's this guy. He was like all introverts and video gamers. When COVID news of COVID-19 came out, they're like zero effect (laughs) happened to them. (laughs) Like, like you can literally just stay at home and play video games. And that's what people have been doing. And and it's kind of sad because a lot of people are like, oh, I really need like. I love going outdoors. Like I'm, I like being outside. I think that's super important for our human development. But like, I feel like video games. There's an interesting future with this. What do you think? Because of COVID, and the interest growing in esports, do you think that there's a future to be held with this? Do you think that this this pandemic has kind of shed a light on this special, this like type of competitive sport? Uh, yeah. I I, I haven't actually been much in the. Uh... Uh, occupation scene of esports, but yeah. I do know that it exists, and I have heard a little bit about it. That um, uh, even even on the esports scene, like uh, there's just been a lot of activity um, increasing because of because of COVID, and I think that is shedding a light on other people uh, just to notice that uh, esports does have a growing future. Yeah, um, it, it's almost gotten to the point where it's uh, equivalent with like NFL broadcasts. Yeah, and we were just <laughs> talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> That was cr- what show that statistic. How many people watched esports? Like how many people on the like average? Did, what was the number? Well, um, once again, uh, maybe maybe we should talk about other games as well. But League of Legends like is League the Legends. biggest at the moment. So yeah. this is the largest statistic. Uh, more than 100 million people watched the World Championship of League of Legends last year. That's crazy. Yeah. That's not crazy. That's cool. That's crazy cool. There we go. <laughs> and then I looked up. I, this is from. ESPN, but like 55 million people tuned in for the NFL draft. And I mean, like the declining numbers, I heard there has been a decline with recent politics, but like for the most part, that's like their record set of viewers. That's what they said. It was a record setting viewership 
was with the NFL draft. So that is super interesting. And, and that championship, I mean, I, I mean, compared to the Super Bowl, I mean, like, I, everyone in the country watches the Super Bowl. But still, like, those numbers cannot be ignored. Like, that is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. So you talked about other games. Like, we talk about League of Legends. What other, act, like, games can players play within the club? All right. Well, um, we do play all of these games casually, especially at our socials. Uh-huh. But um, competitively, we have Rocket League, Rainbow Six Siege, Overwatch, of course, League, League of Legends, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive just got started last year. And we uh-huh. have uh, plenty of people who play that this year as a result. And then we've got Valorant, which is a new game, and Hearthstone. Okay. Um, I want to add that Super Smash Brothers is one of our games. Competitive scene on that one is a little interesting. A little interesting. We don't have a competitive team, but okay. we sure do have a lot of people who play. <laughs> okay. This, so I have a question. I don't want to, like, drill you too hard. But, like, this is probably going to become a common question. People may debate and say, like, hey, sports, you know, with physical sports like track and, um, like, I don't know, like football, basketball, like, they are working together sports scoring points. Rocket League is very similar. Mm-hmm. There has been, like, a lot of people talking about violence in video games being an issue and that being a resurgence, being these... Like, League of Legends is not, like, a pet, like a pacifist type of game. Like, <laughs> you're taking out people. They're taking you out. You're trying to get to the castle and destroy their castle. Do you feel like with the world's view of video games, like, and violence and people fearing that people doing teamwork activities to promote violence, what's your personal thoughts on that? Like, do you feel like that is something that... Sh- it, like, because not all video games are violent. Like, Rocket League is a really awesome team building game. Mm, very much. But do you feel like that has an effect in the community, or should we be the world be concerned about this? Um, I will not lie. I do believe there are definitely people out there who yeah. play video games for the purpose of letting out anger. Or yeah. Like that. Uh-huh. Whether or not it is a good mechanism, that's that's a different story. Where some people, uh you can really get a lot of backlash if you are angry in a video game. You can't focus. You can't do things right. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I really don't think that it's entirely negative. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess you could say the same about a gun. You know, like, does do guns kill people? You mm-hmm. know? But, like, this is a video game. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't want to, like, like I said, I don't want to drill. I just think oh, it's yeah. just interesting to hear your perspective because yeah. a lot of people just really think that, like, with violent video games – shows violent tendencies in people. Mm-hmm. But, like, what from, I might have seen from the esports community is that, like, it's developed really great friendships, mm-hmm. character-building moments, leadership mm-hmm. qualities, and just a lot of, like, really things. What other positive things have you seen come from esports that you've seen in people that have grown or, like, interesting characteristics that you've seen in yourself from being involved in the program? Yeah. Um, I think that uh, it kind of opens people's eyes into, like, different ways to learn new things Uh um there are a lot of games that are just so different from others and a lot of times i'd be like oh well this one isn't something i'm used to i I don't see any way i could get into it and then suddenly someone i know is like oh come on just try it and i try it and it it takes a lot of adaption and and um Uh discipline and uh overall i feel like as a result i do come out like learning something new and um I, I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, what else would you do? Like, I mean, that's the real reason why hopefully a lot of us do a lot of these activities is just because we find some sort of satisfaction, mm-hmm. enjoyment with doing it. Mm-hmm. So what do you, th- what do you, like, I know that you said you, so tryouts have been fulfilled 
with a lot of these group-based team sports, but there is one team event still open. What is it? That would be Valorant, which Valorant. is our newest game. Um, okay. That came out uh, just this past summer, uh-huh. um, and it's gotten a lot of focus because it's made by a company who's made other games. Uh-huh. Um, the Valorant team at our school is somewhat created. We have a couple open spots only because a lot of the people who tried out are originally good at other games, even better. <laughs> they got snagged. <laughs> they got taken up. They, they they said to themselves, oh, I'm in the club. I want to learn Valorant. They learned it. They were good at it naturally because they were in other games. Uh-huh. And then, oh, sorry, even though I tried out this other game, I have a legacy with this one. I have to go back yeah, to this one and be I got to go back, team. yeah. So we are thinking about having Valorant tryouts being extended just to give the opportunity to a couple more people who didn't hear about it. Okay. Uh, closing this Saturday, so. Maybe I should. Maybe this is my shot. <laughs> my shot to fame and glory, joining the Valorant team. Now those are the same people that made like League of Legends, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's very similar kind. Is it sim like similar like? I want to say branching that paths, going to one goal. I was surprised, to be fair. I think it is very different from, from okay. the past games because. As a fan of the company, I yeah. really, really wanted it to be similar. I wanted similar characters. That didn't really happen. They really wanted to make it a completely different thing. So people uh-huh. who may have a dislike towards the game that I like will still want to play Valorant. Okay. And I think it's been working. There are a lot of people who play it. Okay, so say if someone misses tryouts, right? They, they're like, dang it, I wanted to be the best that there ever was, quote <laughs> Pokemon. But, like, say if they want to, like... Be there and hang out. Do you, do you, are you guys, like, is there open community? Like, can people come and play games, like, with other people? Or is it, like, you're kind of, like, search searching out, like, this is a competitive team for Utah State? Like, what I'm basically saying is, like, can other people come in at any time and participate? Or um, Yeah. Uh, we have we have socials and stuff after tryouts are all finished. Oh, we cool. have plenty of things for people who play casually to make friends in. Uh-huh. Um, we, uh, we like to do 10-mans. Oh, cool. Uh, where you have, like, five people on one side of the team, five people on the other side. Just everyone's go at the same, it. Everyone's friends. And, yeah, you all just go at it. <laughs> it's sounds very awesome. fun. <laughs> sounds like a good time, honestly. Is there snacks? Are there snacks? We have Jeez, that's plenty important. of snacks. <laughs> For all you people who are starving we out like there. We like to give out pizza. We also have um, sodas that you do see in the gaming world, like Game Fuel. And- oh, yes, Game Fuel. <laughs> Mountain Dews produce Game Fuel, and everyone My goodness, <laughs> they're already taking advantage of the market. The gamer market. That's actually super funny. I love that game. Does it taste good? It does taste good. Do you feel empowered? Uh, Yeah. I'm actually mad because everyone likes the blue one. The blue one? always gone. (sighs) I got to get some game fuel. My, my, uh. My expertise might increase with gaming. <laughs> but yeah, they so. They always advertise that. I don't know what they mean, though. <laughs> the I want to see apartment. a statistic here that says Game Fuel actually helps your fuel and gaming yeah. increase. I don't know about that. <laughs> versus Gatorade, your electrolytes. You got to get that in you. Mm-hmm. So, with. So, like, that's awesome that there's so much openness and, like, people can come into the socials. That's mm-hmm. a good time. What events do you have coming up for oh, the. So, this. This weekend, we're going to have our first 1v1 hosted at Blue Square. Ooh. Um, Blue Square really, really wants... So, I, I didn't tell you this beforehand, but... Yeah. Um, one of the owners of the stores, Bull's Head Grill, actually... Really? ...is a gamer. And really? A student, and a student, yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's so funny. What does this, he play? He plays CSGO, like, a lot. That'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> he's like, dude, I play, like, Animal Crossing. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. 
No, but that's so cool. Yeah. He games. That's so awesome. He, he came up to me and he was like, dude, I want to have Blue Square host events for video games. I have to. I play them myself. <laughs> you you got to support what you love, you know? That's so cool. So our first one will be League, just because that one is just so established. But he, of course, wants CSGO. A lot of people are wanting to do a Smash tournament there as well. So, That'd be cool. Um, the restaurants there have been so generous. They're like, oh, we'll give free samples there, and we, we want to contribute to the prizes. So yeah. they'll they'll give their own gift cards to their places. There's the Aggie Chocolate Factory. And Jeez. Guys, if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what does. Come on. <laughs> Chocolates, please. I'm there. <laughs> and that's and this is at Blue Square. Yes, Blue Square. They also, they do a lot of events. Like if you're really hungry to like get out of your apartment and you know just see people and do stuff, like Blue Square is awesome. Like on Fridays, I know they do live music, and then on this activity, what date is that again? That so, is this Saturday, starting at Saturday. four o'clock. Yeah, you guys gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gonna try. It. I don't know. I got work, but <laughs> <laughs> like I wanna go really bad. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. So what other do you have any other like cool events like any like random game events or like competitions that people can go watch or yeah. even online that they can follow? The competitions are still TBA. Um, we're definitely going to do a couple watch parties for certain games. Oh sweet! Also TBA. One thing that we do have for certain is October third. Okay. We're going to do a all games social so you cool. can come to just make friends with people and find people who play similar games. That's awesome. I request that people come. Uh. If they play the games that we do host the biggest, like the ones I mentioned earlier, Rocket League, Rainbow uh -huh. Six, R Overwatch, things like that. Yeah. Just because I, I would hate for someone to play a more niche game, show up. Oh, shoot. <laughs> what the heck? There's play... no one that plays pinball here on the <laughs> Microsoft Windows Office computer? No, I'm just kidding. I, I do want to mention some people do want to build other games into our club and i am all for that we have there's some, some cool competitive games out there, oh, there are. there's we some really cool ones there's there's dota 2 which a lot of people are coming in and out of and we'd love to build a community oh Call yeah duty modern warfare oh my gosh i suck at that game so bad <laughs> if my brother ethan is listening i'm is, sorry i'm so bad at that game that was one of my favorites to just watch people play for some reason i don't know why. i can't i seriously that game is tactical i die every time like <laughs> i i spawn there's a guy there and i'm like i don't know how i died more of a battlefield fellow but that is definitely a super that's just so cool that there are people so yeah if you guys want to bring a game bring a game yeah. I would like to see if there's some weird, obscure, like, competition games. Is there, like, any speedrunning competitions oh, gosh. that Our you guys advisor. do? Your advisor is, Our like, a speedrunner? So he, he works at the university, and he's just volunteering to run a Oh, cool. Okay. He, oh, my gosh, he's such an old-school gamer. He, he, if anyone plays the old-school fighting games, he just goes... He's like, Street Fighter Five. let's uh, go. Not, yep. not Street Fighter Five. it's like three or two or whatever. I don't One know. Of the street, he just loves Street Fighter in general. He's really like, let's though. do Street Fighter. And he's just, like, he will be your friend. Does Immortal Kombat play. it up or does he? I don't think Immortal Kombat's. Street Fighter is pretty crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I watch people play that, I'm like, there's no way. I get also, slaughtered. He's a speedrunner too. He runs oh, really? an eSports class. I don't know if you knew that. No way. Yeah, we have an eSports class on campus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> For you people that are like, I want to be cultured in video game lore and I, competition. I, I've been Take involved that. in it ever since it started. And uh, Are you every, like a TA? Like, yeah, welcome. Yeah. I can help you guys with your quiz. That is so funny <laughs> if that were true. Like... Like everyone brace for impact. We have a pop quiz coming up. <laughs> Who was the first victor at League of Legends in 2016? Or I don't know. Oh, Just shooting out facts. Oh, I know some people would get those right, but I don't think I would. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, hey, Daylin, 
The time has flown by. Oh, boy. Do you have any last words you want to shout out uh, before honestly, we head to break? I don't think I do. Um, uh, yeah, that should be. That should be started. it. Okay, you guys head to that Saturday event at the Blue Square at 4 o'clock, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Bring your League of Legends goggles. It's going to be a good time. Um, definitely a super cool organization. If you guys want to support something, if you miss football, if you miss sports in general, hey, this might be a cool odd time to open up and get to meet some new people and try some new activities. Like, it's super cool to have something to root for, and you don't have to be there. Like, you can watch viewing parties and just do that via the wonderful God-given gift called the internet. So. You can do that. It's super cool. But, yeah, Dalen, thank you so much, and thanks, eSports, for coming in. You're the best. Yeah, thank you. We'll have you guys back on. I always enjoy talking competitive video games with you guys. But, yeah, we're going to we're gonna take a short break. We're going to listen to some sweet, sweet, sweet jams. Um, we're actually going to listen to – this is the funnest part is just picking the song because, like, I can only pick, like, three songs a week. So I'm going to choose – a classic song known as um, Adam song from blink 182. This is a classic. We'll be right back with Trevor time and he's going to be calling in from his home and we'll be right back. Okay. We're back. Trev, how you doing? Oh, I am doing just well. I'm glad we were able to get this to work. (laughs) I know. Thank you for being so patient with me and everyone else as well. Um, Hope you guys liked our expandits. It's a super swell song. So, Trev, tell us what What's happened. Down? What went down in Trevor Town? What happened uh, to you? Well, well, the evil mistress that is the coronavirus smote her hands on my poor soul, and I've been in the dreaded quarantine. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the dreaded quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, even I, you know, I, you always think, man, it will never happen to me, and then it does. <laughs> I felt, I felt so bad when you told me what happened. I was just, I just couldn't believe it. You know, I mean, yeah, they say they say it's there and they say it's around, but you know. <laughs> so what was it like? <laughs> what was it like to I mean, get it? Okay, honestly, it wasn't like that terrible for me. I don't really have any lung issues or. Or like, like I don't know. I don't have any underlying health issues, so uh-huh. for me it was just like a normal sickness. You know, I had like chills and a fever, sore throat, and then I'd cough like when I laughed. Uh-huh. But honestly, in a way, it's kind of cool because in the future, you know, when I'm talking to my grandkids, and I'll be like, you know, I actually had it, <laughs> and I, I didn't die. The coronavirus. I survived it. You you lived it. So. Yeah, your week of torment. What was the worst yeah, yeah. part? What was the worst part about the virus? The worst part, the worst part is not even the sickness. It's just like going insane in your house. <laughs> like I will, I I have done the strangest things to try and entertain myself. Tell me, watch, tell me what you did. You can only watch so many movies, you know. You can only do so so much of that until you're just done watching movies and TV. Yeah. Let's see some things that I've done. Uh, watercoloring. You did some watercoloring. Literally, color. been I. I have taken up watercoloring. <laughs> I've I made you know the sign in front of Shrek Swamp that says like "Beware Ogre." And you like you made crude, that. This crudely painted ogre head. 
trying to ward off people. Well, I I painted that and put it on my front door so as to ward off anyone from contracting the coronavirus from me. Oh my god! But I, what are other things I watercolored? Uh, did you ever watch like the Lilo and Stitch? TV yeah. Uh huh. You know, you know the yellow one. He's like super. He's got like the weird eye stock guy. Power. He freaking loves sandwiches. Oh yes, yeah. Six two five, the little one. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I painted him. He's on my wall. He's cut the paper's cut into the shape of a piece of bread. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. This, this is the, this is where my mind has gone, Watts. This is this is where it went. This is how, <laughs> <laughs> what else? Um, something I did back in when when quarantine, like when the whole Rona, like in March. When everyone was like in their houses and they actually cared about it instead of now where everyone just goes around and it's like, okay, what the heck? Uh-huh. Back then I purchased a, like, I don't remember how many pieces. It's like 2,500 piece Lego set of the Simpsons house. Really? And I made the Simpsons house. You made the Simpsons so house out of Legos. So watercoloring Legos movies i'm trying to think oh the other night i just walked outside because i wanted some fresh air i live in like this wooded glen in the island do you know where the island is uh-huh yeah so I, I live there i walk outside and there's this cat and it's like a super chill cat so it comes and sits by me and it's not one of those ratchet cats like we saw in berlin with the huge lumps on it uh, yeah that, that? Was a, that was a great cat that was that was disgusting uh, it sounds like you've had a full time full of activities. Yeah, no, I sat with this cat. I named him Simon Barjona. <laughs> Turns out it's a female cat, and that already has like two names that people have given it. But I like, <laughs> I like. Jonah. What were the actual names of the cat? Oh, it was like Caddy Kit. And what was Simon Barjona is far better. Yeah, I think Simon Barjona is, the... and Kevin. Kevin it's was the other name. Caddy Kit and Kevin. And it's a girl Even cat. A female, yes. <laughs> I, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like Simon Barjona, I just Jonah for short, um, is, is the most it appropriate seemed, name. You, what, has your, have people changed the way that they treat you ever since you had COVID? Have they treated you uh, differently? Well, that that implies that I've had contact with people, Wadsworth. I was tricking you. I just wanted to see the police are at your door <laughs> ready to get you. Um, my family, <laughs> well, here's the thing. So right after I – so I think I contracted it on, like, a Friday with some of my friends. They didn't show any symptoms yet, but they later on got it. Uh-huh. So I think that's where I got it. And then I went home that weekend to, like, my family. Oh, no. Not knowing. And then I came back, and I'm sick. And, yeah, pretty much all of my family tested for coronavirus. So they look at me differently. Like, <laughs> Did they know? hate you or something? They're like, how dare you? I'm the heathen who came from the north with my <laughs> illness from pestilence. It's so sad because, like, I can imagine, like, you didn't, you didn't want it. You know, you didn't, like, and you're just, you're just traveling. You know, you're seeing well, your fam. I wasn't, I wasn't exactly licking doorknobs, if that's what you mean. <laughs> You know, I, Please I was get it. Please practicing get it. my social distancing. I was uh-huh. wearing my mask 
Yeah, you were. You came in. The, you were in the studio last week, and like not last week, two weeks ago, and everything was yeah, yeah. going just fine. You know, but it just it just shows it comes to show you like it's been pretty crazy. I mean, like I've actually in my statistics class, there's been a lot of people that have been getting it, and it's just really interesting because I've had people tell me that they've lost their taste. I've heard some really extreme yeah. examples with COVID nineteen, like. Oh man, I can't even eat anything anymore. But you, it sounds like you just, you know, you like you got the flu. That's what it sounds like to me, at least. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much what I went on for me. Like I never had the taste or anything. I think, I think that uh, the coronavirus was too scared to take away my taste because that's when it would become personal. You know, <laughs> it's when they went too far. Yeah, that's that. It, it knew it knew its boundaries with me and said, "All right, I'm not gonna push my luck. Don't press your luck, Joe." Yeah. So. Don't press your luck, Joe. <laughs> my goodness. So, I I don't know if this is true or not, but can you get it again after you've had it once? Some people say like, "Oh, once so, I have it, I don't." I think you can get it again though. So, all right. Here, disclaimer: I'm not the world's leading. Yeah, neither am I. Expert. Probably top five, though. Um, top five. That's, that's fair. But maybe, like, the fourth most knowledgeable expert on uh, COVID-19 in the world. But I have heard you can give it again. Um, I've heard that it's not as severe, usually, uh-huh. and that you can only get it, like, a number of months afterwards. It's not going to be, like, right back to back. So how would you feel if you had a double um, whammy? Like, just, you got it again. What would you... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> knock on wood, right? I have my Chewbacca Snuggie to keep me to keep me comforted. So, so what advice would you share with others? Like, I mean, you had it. Was it real? Did it suck? Obviously, I think we've it's real. It's real. It sucks. Honestly, just like don't be stupid. If you feel like you have it, then don't go party. Yeah, don't go party and don't go to school. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. biggest thing. But I mean. I don't know. I I really have nothing to say that that hasn't already been told to every student yeah. a thousand times. I mean, that's the thing is that we've been we've been steamrolled over about COVID from like the news, school, parents, our grandmother, your grandmother, exactly. So that's that's the thing is that like you don't want it. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the moral of the story. I know. Yeah, that's the moral. But also, it's not the end of the world if you get it. Just, just uh, quarantine. You know, pick yeah. up a nice book. I've been getting into baths. We have a nice bathtub, so I put on <laughs> a candle and just play relax. play some jazz. You know, I put channel my inner like fifty five year old. You gotta be like Mulan and channel your chi. My chi. Yeah, I tried to watch the live action Mulan, but it just it it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't it's not good. It's not good at all. You should check. Once they mentioned like dark magic and witches and stuff, I was like, wait a minute. Where's my show? This is the wrong film. (laughs) Where's the other Mulan? Where's my Eddie Murphy voice talent? Where Where's that at? Say so. Tell us about your test. Like, how did it? What was it like getting tested? Oh wow. Well, honestly, it wasn't horrible. Yeah. It was more, un- it wasn't like painful. I would say it was just uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It's like this, just imagine this skinny Q-tip going so deep into your nose that 
it touches your brain and then they spin it a few times and that's it <laughs> that sounds awful <laughs> yeah they're like breathe out of your mouth and so you but there wasn't that. like any like crazy like you know you remember when you know when dumbo like drinks the booze in the movie and like he starts seeing like pink elephants like when they touched your brain you didn't like see any like crazy visions no, or... there was no there was no psychological reaction to the q-tip touching my brain okay um i imagined it being pretty psychological although i am epic. often compared to dumbo when he drinks the alcohol and sees the pink elephant <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that's honestly the worst pa- part about COVID. It's like, you know, when you get, f- like, you elephants. don't want you, the pink elephants, honestly. Is it, no, the, the, Q- <laughs> the Q-tip, the Q-tip touching the brain. Oh, getting tested? Yeah, not the Dude, pink no, elephant. it wasn't that bad. Like, honestly, everyone makes it to be such a huge deal, but it's like, you're fine. Yeah. You're alive and well. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't exactly, like, go about doing it recreationally, but... Okay. So what was the best part about COVID? What was the best part? The best part? Is is there a best part? Is there a positive side to this this sad tale? Is there an upside? A silver lining? Um... I saw one upside. Well, you you told everyone not to watch the new Milan, and I think that's great advice. A lot of me time, you know, a lot of self-reflection. <laughs> um, you really learn who you are when you start mixing watercolors together. And, <laughs> and, and, making, uh, and making Lilo and Stitch characters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you learn what's really important. I want to know uh, why you wanted to watercolor a Lilo and Stitch character out of all the things you could have watercolored. Dude, like, dude. why that guy? Why not, man? He's 625. He's a Reuben, dude. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think an upside to having COVID is appreciating what life was before COVID was a thing. That's honestly what I like, felt, I think, too. I, oh, and I, not even just, like, in the last 10 days for me having COVID personally, but, like, the world, the world with the coronavirus. I feel like we're going to be so, like, once there's, like, a normal football game again, it's just going to be, like, that much more awesome. And we're going to be freaking uh-huh. out. And it's just we're just going to appreciate what we had before so much more. Hey, Trevor, guess who I just walked by? The ambassadors are by. giving the new USU students a tour. You better let them know. Oh, tell, them, tell them something inspirational as they're walking through the hallways. Wow. Well... Utah State is the place to be. It is the place it's to be. It's truly a magical wonderland. Honestly, I'm giving a tour tomorrow. Fun fact: I today is my last day of quarantine. Oh, good. You know, I'm I'm escaping that quarantine life. I can't say the same for my roommate. Oh man! But uh, sad day. He gets out on Saturday, but what's his bail? What's his price for bail? His price for bail is a nice. Honey baked ham. No one's gonna bring it, man. No one's gonna give him the ham. No, I know. It's all over. It's over. Sorry, Casey. You're gonna have to <laughs> wait a little longer. <laughs> well, he did two years in Finland, so he'll <laughs> be fine. He'll make it just fine. Trev, just kidding. We love all you Finnish people. Out all there. the all the Finnish people we love. Trev, before before I let you go, say say something inspirational to our audience. 
You know, you've you've gone through the worst. You know, maybe not the worst week of your life. Honestly, I've known you for a while. This isn't the worst week of your life. Oh no, yeah, this is cake. This is this is peanut butter and jelly. You know, this is nothing. But you know, you we, you know, people go through hard times. What what do you have to say? Yeah, yeah. As inspiration. Oh wow, Wads, that's a good question. Here's what I have to say. Honestly. Every with every closed door, another one opens. All right. There you go. You know the world closed for me for for ten days, but you know what was open to me is is the intricacies of of the human mind in isolation. Well said. You know. <laughs> well said. I, I wrote that all down. That's yeah. gonna that's gonna go on a plaque in the studio. Final letter in on, on your studio, for sure. Oh my goodness. Well, hey Trev, you thanks for Trevor time. I appreciate these moments. I'm excited to have you back in the studio. You know. Yeah, I I'm excited to be back among the fellow humans on this earth. Yeah. You know, it's it's super funny when I when I'm walking around campus. I don't know if you've noticed this, but does it look like people like you look at their eyes a lot more? Because, you know, you can't see anything else. Yeah, you're like, wow, you have beautiful hazel eyes. Do you ever feel like they look yeah. mad at you, though? Like <laughs> like people are, like, angry. They're just looking at you. And I don't know. You can tell a lot of emotion in people's eyes. That's just RBF. Well, yeah. For... I hope you know what that is. <laughs> RBF. Look it up, folks. Will do. Okay. Trav, you have a good one. Um, we're going to take a short break before we get um, a call from the band of Munnin. Hopefully, the call will work better than ours, Trev. Hopefully, we can get it figured yeah, out. But I'll, I'll, I was your little test run, you know? <laughs> for sure. I was but a it, guinea pig. You were just a guinea pig. You were a great guinea pig. Thanks for calling in, man. That was a All right. See you later. <laughs> All right. See you later. We'll be right back. This is Onyx by Munnin, and then we will listen to the band Munnin themselves. We'll be right back. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Wad Show. And as you can tell, I sound different. The quality of the sound sounds a little different. I am actually at home, not in the studio, interviewing Munnin at all. Um, Actually, there was a sad, sad mishap of time management, and we had some issues with the telephone, which took time. Um, if you were listening live, you listened to a lot of our amazing jams on the playlist, but sadly not a lot of discussion was heard between us and that wonderful band um, in Provo. So we will be rescheduling our interview with Munin later, but hopefully we can get the phone figured out because, geez, we need that phone working for these COVID podcasts because we can't really have any bands in here. And to be honest, it's just something we got to figure out. So Bear with us as we go through the transition of basically adjusting from from this stay-at-home podcast to the actual live one in the studio. So, yes, um, for the last little bit of the show, I thought I would talk about Mulan again. I mean, I feel like a lot of hate has come from Mulan, but don't worry. The hate is not just being generated by me. It is actually coming from all over the world. In fact, um, Mulan is being considered a cinema disaster um, as it loses $250 million on flop. 
which is pretty crazy. I mean, that is insane. Now, there have been a lot there has been a lot of discussion about why the movie flopped. Now, there has been a lot of politics going around. Um, the actress that plays Mulan, I guess, is for the Chinese in stopping the Hong Kong protests. Um, apparently, Disney filmed in some locations on the set of Mulan that were super controversial toward Chinese history and stuff like that. I mean, man, you think that they would really take careful heed of where they were filming, but um, for the most part, yeah, they messed up big time in a lot of categories. But not only did they mess up big time, I don't know, with I think with a lot of politics obscuring the film, it actually is just a bad film overall. It's not a good movie. It's honestly not a good movie. If you want to hear my full review of that movie, you can find the review on this Spotify channel. So go to my review and check it out if you haven't heard it already. But I just thought it would be interesting to share with you guys the fact that Mulan is being considered a disaster and it's lost over $250 million. Wow. That is a lot of green that was lost on this movie. I think they got a net worth of like $50 million, And a lot of people are like, oh, that's not so bad. Like, that's actually like straight up. You don't Because a lot of people are not looking at this like, Oh, they don't have to pay theaters freeze. They can just shoot it straight on the channel. So therefore, they made money. Actually, that is so far from the truth. Now, I'm not an economics professor, guy, whiz, genius person. But to be very clear, um, they lost a lot of money. It was insanity. Um, it's going to very much affect Disney and their step forward of how they are going to release Black Widow a Marvel film that is somewhere in that cinematic universe. And it's going to change a lot. I mean, people were really looking at this film because, as I said before you into my review, that a lot of families can really do well with this. They can buy the movie, watch it early on access, and have that enjoyment being at home. So, really confused about... Um, what's going to happen as far as streaming. However, if you go on like Amazon and a lot of these other companies that have released movies, they have done decently well. Um, Tenet, that Christopher Nolan movie that was released in theaters, I'm pretty sure wherever you are in the world, YouTube has been advertising it saying, Salt Lake City, Denver, go to the movie theater. And basically like their social distancing in theaters, but Tenet, despite the COVID um, issues got a box office opening of 50 million about so it was about the same or slightly more than Mulan on Disney plus however I don't think they really had a lot of backlash with Tenet as much as um Disney plus has but I mean honestly I feel like every movie has taken a hit but Disney's Mulan has taken it in a special hit so very, very fascinating to see the um, <laughs> the story unfold for poor, poor Walt Disney. You know, they're not even. I'm not even to say poor, poor Walt Disney Studios. They are getting. They're just doing some weird stuff right now. It's honestly so strange. A lot of interesting intrigue. Also, I guess Lion King 
um, did better box office wise than Mulan. Now, let's not forget that um, Mulan was released without COVID issues. So we have to take that into account. But still, I don't think the Chinese people were all at all enthusiastic for this movie as much as Disney thought they would at all. Actually, there's tons of reviews. If you go to like screenrant.com or other people, there's like tons of people they interviewed in China and other places that they thought about the movie. And all of their reviews were similar to mine. They thought that the whole issue with the chi like the chinese one of the chinese person actually made me laugh really hard he was like i don't think disney really understands what chi is <laughs> so the, he was like if she has chi then what does it mean that she does not have chi i mean it's very interesting um that this could fail so bad when it was such an obvious win if you just would have done it the way it should have been done but what can you say that's Disney for you. Disney at its finest. But yeah, that's about going to wrap it up for the show today. I just thought I would share that interesting little news tidbit on entertainment in the world with Mulan. Now, if you want to watch Mulan, don't. But if you do, it's on Disney Plus and you can pay like 30 to 25 bucks or whatever it is to watch it early. And you can get your opinion for yourself. However, for 30 bucks, you can do a lot. You can do a lot for 30 bucks. You can buy food can buy a soda i don't actually know i don't know you can do a lot with 30 bucks just don't watch Mulan. but hey we're gonna be back in the studio next wednesday hopefully everything will work out just great um and we'll prepare a really great show for you guys but you have a great one this is mckay wadsworth and the watch show and this is on aggie radio 92.3 on spotify and utah state podcast we'll see you guys later